Hello, and welcome once again to the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater commentary track. I'm Bill Fisher, the director of this lovely episode, and with me is the lovely, that's the word of the day, writer, Jeffrey Bridges. Hello, Jeffrey. Hello, lovely Bill. <laughs> and and my lovely co-director, assistant director, Bruce Busby. Hello. Hello, lovely colleagues. <laughs> and this is their story. It's a lovely story. It's a lovely story, and we have the lovely Benedict Arterchenko. Tonight's episode. Yeah, right, I'm tired, tired of saying lovely. <laughs> That'll teach you to start something. When we last left our yeah, really. <laughs> she had zeroed in on the beast okay, so on his tail, what do we got here? Oh, yes. Dixie was chasing. This is actually the same... Uh, Stomping and screaming as last episode, so ah. I had to maintain continuity after all. Great ho. And the same taxi braking noise. Not that anyone cares, right? Look at the wreckage. Oh, look, no car door. Thank you. <laughs> well, that was your suggestion. I'm really sorry. And uh, and poor Nev. Yes. Flamey, fiery wreckage of Nev. Yes. And then... Hmm. I was going to say something, I forgot what it was, so never mind. Hang on, brassy battalion. Old corny. Back in the air. Alas for Joseph, what? his P-47 Scotty does a very amusing in that role. Yeah. Yes. It only took a brief call from one Archibald Withersby. I, I did a reprocess of his video for some uh, audition somewhere. And if you've seen Scotty, it's just, that ain't right. <laughs> that voice is just not right. Yeah. And Joseph was well, I think that's pretty common, though. People's voices don't sound anything like they look, yes. you know. It's time for some payback. I mean, I'm my voice is not all that great, but I'm raffishly handsome and <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I would describe you, Bill, yes. Yes. In the form of all of us as a matter of fact. Yeah, exactly. This is no hunt. I have black rabbits who are more Is this a, uh... The rabbits with big pointy teeth rabbits reference to Monty Python Well, there. when isn't it, you know? Yeah, true. So... But wasn't it great, sir? Nasty teeth? That's right. Whatever. Close enough. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, they've never seen the movie, you know? It came years after them. They were a little before its time. So you can cut them a little slack. You know? Yeah, exactly. I, I went to see the play. I enjoyed the play greatly. Ooh. I, I, I thought the play was... Well, of course, I'm a purist, so... I am all too happy to be the one who is doing the killing. This is... You've sort of set up Benny for a pretty catastrophic situation here. Yeah, and it's been... He's been kind of just hanging in the air, dealing with it, you know, for episode on end, since yeah. the whole... You know, all taking place over one day, the like last six episodes or however yeah, many. Exactly. So, so yeah, it's 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 taken a while to get to this one. The end yeah. is now. He's in range. Open fire. And that is perhaps one of the shortest opening scenes in Dixie in a long time. Yeah, the commercial coming in uh, just under four minutes in, so that's that's pretty early. Yeah. 
Yeah. Quite right, my good man. And we say that not just because Umkit signs our paychecks. And not just because it's in the script. And not just because we're good Americans. But because it's true. No, of course, all of those things are true. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> Umkit pays their paychecks. Misfortune divine. It is always a great pleasure to see you again. Oh, I'm sure. I think you picked the creepiest take I gave there. We all work for this. Well. <laughs> I mean, come on, it's... It's Miss Fortune Divine. She's like super hot, That's so you right. got to be creepy around her. <laughs> well, uh, you got to, huh? Oh, you yeah. got to. Oh, you got to. The amazing Noel. He's amazing. He's astounding. And I should ask Kristen if she does this, the Noel thing, new every time, or if it's just a. I would hope not, not to redo all that work every time. I would think if you could, you know, nail it once, that would be really good to just. Reuse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As you know, I'm his comely, short-skirted assistant, Miss Fortune Divine. The amazing Everything she says, she's just so happy to say. Uh, Fortune Divine? Yeah, you? yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. That ain't exactly according oh. to the script, but there you go. <laughs> oh, right, the blemish. It actually kind of worked the way she did it, so... Oh yeah, did she? I didn't notice that there was a uh, an ad lib there. Gosh, Mr. Amazing Noel, sir, that certainly is some fantastic news. Wait, wait, I'm getting something. Yes, it's fortune. It seems as if something is troubling something's troubling this fortune. Dev- I can't believe that. <laughs> Nothing bad ever happens to her. No, no, her life is just fabulous. And can we draw it out anymore? Nice job actually pronouncing that word, Bill. I'm not living Which what? Unblemishedness. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're getting these weird, weird words. I mean, mellifluousness to yeah, whatever it yeah. was last last week, last month. Yes. I don't know. There's something about really big words that are hard to pronounce that, in my head, makes it seem more old timey. So I like to throw them in. Well, that works for me. I'm not complaining. I just think it's funny. <laughs> well, that's also the hope, you know, that it will provide a little extra humor. Yes. Uncle Umket and Mother. Ooh, yes. Let's see. Uncle Umket has just the thing to soothe your woes. With Misfortune Divine, the, the mind goes immediately to something dirty. <laughs> Although I do, I'm, I'm amused by Seth with booze. God bless the triplets. <laughs> you know, in this... Uh, I think this is the commercial where she has, like, the same uh, verse over and over and over again. And it and gets had, faster every time. I didn't tell her to do that. In fact, I, I, I know that the triplets is an extraordinary amount of work for her, and, and she'd been having a lot of songs. In fact, one of the past couple of scripts, of 44 or 45, I think, she had a lot more than, like, usual. And so I wanted to give her, like, an, uh, a kind of an easier episode. And so my hope was... 
that she, she would just record it once and we'll just reuse it and then no still every time she d- redoes it and goes faster and faster which is hilarious but I was trying to give her a little less work to do and then it wound up in twit because she was like saying oh my god I had to do this like 312 times and faster each time she didn't have to now we didn't make her do that no it's because she's, just she's so a awesome. consummate professional that's right she did it all on her own yes And women Oh dear God, no. Now that's another product that we've advertised previously, right? I don't oh, remember yes, it. Yes. All of the ones yeah. that, that they mention here uh, okay. later on are, which was kind of my way of just like, let's see how many different ones I can work in that we've had before. So. I see. Mm. But it was from the, uh, uh, you know, the commercial that I based this off of, which I believe was for some sort of, um, you know, like clear up blemish cream stuff. And um, uh, but they just kept going on and on about how it was so much better than any other product. But they didn't say like what kind of product, which just led me to where we are here and things that you would obviously never use to clear up blemishes. But it's better than that because that's a product. So you know, right. Kerosene, coal tar, mm. <laughs> Someday, you need to co- uh, collect all the source advertisements and <laughs> toss them into one big MP3. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll do that after the show's over. I'll take a month and go through and compile them all and release it in the podcast feed. Yeah. Hours of hilarity, I tell you. Yes. Okay, that's that's one of the faster ones, and we're still working on that speed. I just lost where we were in the script. Not even I never thought I'd see the day. That's true. You never did. remember, half face test. That's right out of the 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 commercial. The copy. Yep, the doctor's half face test. Nice. Of course, they didn't actually put anything else on the other half, but, you know. Oh, it was just... Right. But I had to go there, so... No, yeah. Face <laughs> test. Tasty. Now what? Now you let it dry overnight. Overnight. Yeah. Overnight. Hey, see, see now this this leads to the next product, which is the uh, Umket whatever laundry uh, pillow cleaner. <laughs> pillow haste dust remover. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. It's two episodes uh, to go or something. It's like. A <laughs> Well before the final, you'll have to get the pillowcase cleaner. Yes. No, no, no. Actually, I wrote the uh, the first draft of the final episode today, so Uh-oh. the pillow cleaner will not be making an appearance. I'm sad to say. Uh, okay. Did, did you need? Did bad. you need like uh, aspirin or ibuprofen after you type that? 
Maybe a little. It wouldn't have hurt. I was pretty dead. <laughs> you were threatening like a 400-page final. I was like, oh, my God, no. No, no. Right now, it's only at like 36 pages. Oh, so okay. it's, it's, right, right now, it's just about a, the standard script line. That's good. I just got to go through a round of edits. It might pick up a, a few pages. I'm not sure, but it's not going to get a whole lot longer. So, okay. yeah, I should, No worries. I should, I, I should mention, by the way, that you, you, Jeffrey, you didn't like the... Uh, I, I had this incredible sports glot noise. That you did, yes. It was rather um, slapstick, and, and I thought yes. maybe slapstick would be good for this, but you were not happy with that. So Well, it, actually, I liked the sound. It just to me, it sounded uh, uh, too cartoonish, where it didn't sound actually like she was putting something on her face in the studio. It wasn't quite realistic enough. It was a good like sound, but it just sounded a little too cartoonish for me. Right. But, yeah. But I always think of like Noel and and Misfortune Divine as pretty much they are cartoon characters in allegedly human form. This may be ah, the last day I that would explain a lot. The hits, but kept his plane steady as his mind raced for a solution. Anger consumed him. That such bigoted no, no good nicks. No good nicks. <laughs> I love that one. And spread aggression and ruination across the globe seemed very unjust. Indeed. Now this is where I started having trouble with the music, as you know, every episode and every director has trouble with yes. the music. But uh, at the end of the flashy backy bit here, mm-hmm. that that particular emotion is not really well represented in the material that. That I have to search from. Yes, no yes, I couldn't imagine. That would be tough. So uh, I did the best I could, and hopefully it's uh, as good as I hoped. <laughs> Great laugh. Well, yes, this is the um, <clears throat> people have hopefully you know uh, listened to the episode by now too. So this is the uh, the last hurrah for. Ara Pelodi as Ursula Unger and Mike Winters as uh, Radolf Pelzer. The faces of the yes. Who I have enjoyed immensely over the years. They're, yes, they're great. Uh, they did a great job. And then he saw his it must be a bear having to write the determination for so many of these people. And so it is, dear listeners, through the magic of... Well, you know, uh, yeah, it's not... It's tough when you've, you've grown accustomed and, and a little attached to the characters over the years, you know. But well, it's like imagine Seinfeld. You know, if he's like started losing a person per week on the last five weeks of the show, you're not necessarily losing a person per week here now. You <laughs> make people think there's no one left by the time the show's over. Well, there's like there's three hundred people in the show, so I mean it doesn't really matter. So it's one of the biggest shows in terms of cast you have. Yes, yes, it is a very it has a very large cast. Yeah. fellow non-commissioned officers took him to the local watering hole. The glass beer. Benedict's friends bought a round of drinks. Vodka. And made with vodka. And celebrate. Well, he starts with whiskey, so we Right. It's a horror show. My honor to serve Stalin. I gave you a crowd laughter. Oh boy. His comrades I know you always hate those crowd noises. No, that one. No, that one. That was that, that wasn't hard to find something like that. Oh, that's good. This small crowd laughter. Yeah, mm-hmm. that it's the, it's the sort of non-committal emotions that usually cause me problems, where they're kind of like, uh, you know, <laughs> right. I can see it's a little harder to find large crowd indifferent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you speak English? Benedict just stared, lost in wonder. I say, you speak English. Oh, and the, the lovely romantic so music in the background. You are drinking whiskey? It's very nice. No, 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 no. And this is, of yes. course, uh, Tanya Milojevic, 
making her her appearance as the uh, oft talked about Irinushka. Yes. She's a lot more subtle in her Russian accent than than Perry is in this. Yes. I suspect that Perry is um, playing it up a little bit. I suspect he might be. Yes, I mean, the term fearless leader comes to mind, but it's not used here. You were staring at me. I did not mean to offend. Did you enjoy the vodka? I am not much for drink. This was a... um, a, a, a bit of a strange flashback to write because it's the um, I guess it's the one where the, the character is the most different when you start the flashback than how you know them in the show uh, yeah. then he changes the most through his flashback and whereas most of the other people have changed over the course of the show after the flashback um, I guess kind of with the exception of Thomas you kind of see uh, he starts in one place in his flashback and ends in another, but then gets back to that beginning place over the course of the show but Benny, yeah, he makes all of his his change kind of here and then I mean I guess he changes a little during the the course of the show when you pick up he's a little uh, more standoffish you know he laughs at Freudenberg when he finds out his first name but then he kind of you know relaxes and opens up to people but um, yeah I get the feeling that and I don't don't think I'm spoiling anything but uh, I get the feeling he could uh, find a new girlfriend wife whatever in the uh, ladies LaRue somewhere there might be something going on there. I, I don't know. He certainly did have an interest in Iris. Yeah, that's that's what I was getting at. Yeah, I know. And so Benedict left, but found himself strangely compelled to return to the Glasnochi. And return he did. I thought you were not much for drink. I tried to when uh, Seth was doing his announcer lines, sort of back down on the uh, the background noise mm-hmm. because they, you know they're not really in the bar when Seth is talking. Right, right. I am man who gets what he desires when he desires it. Is that so? Da. And what is it that you desire? Well, um, I. <laughs> Poor Benny, <laughs> getting played by a barmaid. <laughs> he does such a great job at her. Perhaps. Oh my yeah, god! He's always, yeah, he's always always had that really good growl that he's he's used yeah. like, since day one as as Benny. So yeah, that uh, I think it got a little excessive sometimes, but it's well within the realm of the character, I think. You are sweet to try, but I am not looking. All is lost, this. Good night. Benedict did not return for some time, but he found that, try as though he might, he could not forget the dazzling Irinishka. There was something about her free spirit, her rich brown eyes, and her uneven bag <laughs> that Ouch. every thought. And so, he returned. Back again? Never has Benedict Adarchenko not gotten what he wanted when he wanted it. <laughs> what are you, what are you doing? doing? Writing. Pay your bills later. Patience, Benedict. Do not speak to me of patience. Oh, Let me see that. His story. Da. About no. Da. <laughs> Why do you laugh? It's ridiculous. People. <laughs> Living in peace without regard to differences. <laughs> John Lennon? What? <laughs> That's totally ridiculous. That'll never happen. Oh my god. Yeah, I can't. You like the story. 
I can see it in your eyes. It's nonsense. An upstanding starshina has no time for fantasy of children. And this is mm, not a very good way to pick up chicks there, there, Benny. <laughs> He's smooth. Yeah. The same comrades that brought you here to celebrate your promotion and just as soon abandon you with cheap American whiskey. I'll have you know that was cheap Russian whiskey. No, no, no. They might have American whiskey there. You know. I, don't know. I was just, I was just trying to make a joke and failing. Oh, oh, I see. <laughs> I'm really, yeah. Don't even try. I mean, I don't need your pity. You sure? If he did, he might have died. Sometimes, yes. Oh, sorry. But <clears throat> if he failed and there was no one to... Actually, I, I would pay money to hear Perry say bourbon in that speed. accent. Bourbon. <laughs> Sometimes you must lose battle. Holy moly. I have lost this battle. Or scotch. <laughs> but scotch, that'd be bad. Time will tell. I am sorry I mocked story. In military, such things are not... Uh, I wonder if he has to, like, towel his mic off after this. <laughs> Maybe he's got a spit shield as well as a pop shield. <laughs> Teflon pop shield. There you go. All right. If I could, I was. Your hair grows long. You would like Smooth. He's smooth like butter. I would like that. And so Benedict returns a very. But you know, it's charming. She thinks he's charming. You know, he's cute. He's this big, burly, blonde Russian guy, and he's all unsure of himself. Yeah. Oh, what is all? Let me see. Irinishka ran to the mirror and gazed at her new coif, and a smile shot across her face faster than an Aleutian two star. Mmm, Aleutian two stomach. <laughs> Russian plane there, for anyone, not a narrow. I do my research, I had to look that up, I had to look up all those, uh, like, ranks and stuff. Right, comparable to the P-47 Thunderbolt, I would assume. I think it was actually a lot faster than the Thunderbolt. The Thunderbolts were, were kind of, uh, I mean, they were almost indestructible, but they were really kind of heavy and slow. So, compared to, like, a lot of the other planes, which were faster and more nimble, but they would get torn up really easy. So yeah, the the, the big bonus of the Thunderbolts was that they were really really hard to shoot down and they could carry a whole crap ton of bombs. So right and and rockets and things. So yeah right. They were like the airborne tanks. airborne tanks. airborne tanks. Yep. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That one could not win every battle at the expense of winning the war, and Arinishka learned that not every big burly military. Where are we? I got lost. <laughs> Just look oh, at the big are. burly military man. I mean, come on. They learned. I'm right here, baby. Oh, oh wait, I wasn't. I wasn't in the military. Never mind. You are soft and fluffy on The snuggles Care Bear. It was really hard to find uh, Russian terms of endearment and like things that you know that they call each other. And it was. I remember spending like like 45 minutes searching for stuff and. Uh, yeah, Zaychiki was the best I could come up with and make work within the story, so. No, it works, works for me. But so it was that things change, as they always do. And the Nazis invaded Poland and winter. And here comes the part with the hard music. Benedict's hard work and studying had paid off with a promotion to Praporczyk. But the news was not all good. I think it works, though. I mean, did it take a really long time to find that, or? 
Yeah, I think it took me all night to, to get the music for this scene down. Like, you know, probably three hours. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And uh, usually, well, I can get the whole episode done in a night. Right. If I, if I, and at least with Superman that was the case, but that, I had a lot better, more music to yeah. pick from. Yeah, you have a much wider range there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, keeping in style is also a very a tricky thing because both of us were used to doing our own thing for our own shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is like trying to keep true to the show as it has been for millennia. <laughs> Not quite well, that long. <laughs> four years. Yeah, four years. Actually, you know, four years, millennia. Same diff. Okay. Yeah. In, in dog years, like it's a long time. No, I think the music, it actually, though, you know, I'm, I'm paying more attention to it now that you, you mentioned that, and I think it works really well. So, uh, yeah, I think I think your work paid off there. Yeah. Because, yeah, you know, I've listened to, um, you know, did you pull that from, like, the uh, the G.I. Jive or California Melodies or something, one of those? Ca- California Ca- the the second one. <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah, because I remember um, Seth had mentioned them before, you know, as, as what he u- was using as a good source for um, music in the show. And, right. And I, I just check them out sometimes, you know, because I'm, you know, enamored with the 40s and listening to right. stuff when I'm writing Dixie and stuff like that. And, yeah, I, they're really cool, but a lot of the stuff out there is much more up-tempo. So, yeah. yeah. In fact, I, I can't even remember out of any of the ones I ever listened to hearing something that was like this. So, yeah, that yeah. must have been. Well, this is the this is the classic background music for a lot of the say late '30s, early '40s movies. Happy, right? Mm. this love interest. That's what you'd sort of hear in the background. Yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah. I just hope it has the emotional punch that the. Uh, the Christmas episode, that one scene with mm-hmm. the, where he sends the girl into space for some right, Superman. Right. Oh, that was good. That was a beautiful scene. That was. Yeah, and I was one of my. I was very proud of that one, and you know, I had to mooch for people to say, you know, that it was good. So. <laughs> I, I did it without urging. So there you go. Yeah. Well, I brought it up, so that was kind of the urging. Never mind. Benedict's eyes narrowed and his jaw clenched as he jammed his control stick hard to the left and put his thunderbolt through a tighter turn than he'd ever tried before. Mm, maybe that was a little loud. <laughs> Whatever. He's just turning right in front of your face, that's all. Yeah, exactly. What? Impossible! It's suicide, I will... Help him with it. Wait, what? 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 <laughs> I will miss trying to write um, Rattle's attempts at witty zingers. Yes. Oh, Era's mad. Ara Pelotti's mad. <laughs> She's not a happy camper. No, no, no. They were just so sweetly sadistic together, those two. Yes. Well, I, that goes back to the um, the uh, post credits blurb from Ara was. Yes. I had to leave that in. It was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> 
firing mechanism is damaged. <laughs> There's only one option then. I'm thinking, damaged. what, so he's going to drive his plane right into hers without even ejecting or anything? No, no, he ejects. <laughs> I know, I know. I, but my point is, when I got to that in the script, I'm like, oh, crap. Oh, wait. Okay. <laughs> Safe. Well, it's a classic Spock moment, right? The, uh, the greater good right. for the greater something, you know? And yeah, yeah. Yes, the greater good for the greater something. <laughs> yes, that epic line from... Well, he just Star said Trek it. He just said it. I'm happy now. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to get sort of the uh, the, the canopy opening mm -hmm. bang, and then the ejector seat bang. Didn't quite work out the way I wanted, so I just made a bunch of pops there. Well, uh, they didn't have like powered ejector seats, right? They just sort of they blew the, they could blew the canopy off, but they had to to like hoist themselves out. I don't I don't know. Actually, now that you mention it, I don't. I actually don't know. I, I I never looked that part up. I would imagine they would have a hard time hoisting themselves out, though, because they'd be buckled in, and with all the, the, the you know, G-forces of flying, I don't know if they'd be able to get out of the seat. And, and many yeah. times they didn't. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. I think the, the there were some of the early Navy planes, like the F-4U or something, you dropped out the bottom. You just pull the, you pull the handles and you drop out the bottom. Huh. You know, that seems to make more sense than going up, but, you know. Without rockets, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, but now, since planes go so fast, they have to pop up, or they smack into the ground and kill a bunch of air show visitors. <laughs> There's a happy thought. <laughs> Sorry. This was one of your easier... Uh, a alliterative. Oh, yeah, the little button at the end. Yeah, that one actually yeah. has words people have heard before. Yeah, exactly. Does this mean the flashy backy episodes are over? Mark Zaracores, Frank McGuff. You mean I don't get one? You could have already had one last season. But that one didn't count because we weren't counting them. <laughs> yeah, this was my way of uh, kind of kicking myself because. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> There, there are um, more flashbacks before the end of the show, but at this point, uh, with the actual action of what was going on with the main story outside of the flashbacks that I had to get done through the end of the show, I started realizing I might not get to do all of the flashbacks I had hoped to do. And so um, I was worried about that, and because of that, it sort of showed up here in the... Uh, the credits with all the characters wondering the exact same thing. So, right. Well, you have to set expectations and and then exceed them. So there you go. <laughs> Nicely done. Yes. The nose and hand sound. <laughs> it's been a long time, uh, I think, since. Uh, Billingsley's been punched in the credits, so it was nice to have yeah. one of those again. And we all know yeah. how much that hurts when you get punched in the credits. What do you think, Jeffrey? Yeah. <laughs> well, if ever there was someone I'd continue on for. <laughs> It's not Billingsley. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Billingsley. But we love to hate him so. Yes. Oh, here he comes plays him so brilliantly. 
Bernie's right, Bill. I just don't see it happening. Well, what about a spin? <laughs> He, he mentioned this once uh, a couple seasons ago, that exact title, and uh, I went back, I had to go back through all my scripts to find it, because I wanted to use the same one again. Right. I think, um, I think there could be a uh, possibility of a fan-based, you know, shorty for twip there. It's not my fault, I... And believe you me, I am none too pleased with that term. I love that voice, I just love it. Oh, Bruce got a little thing for Vrenny, huh? Okay. <laughs> it's just, it's, you know, it's, it's off the scale. I mean, dogs can hear that for miles. <laughs> yeah, my dog's upstairs barking at my wife because of that. <laughs> Our wedding was magical. Remember, Zachiki? Of course. Oh, yes, my favorite part here. Favorite. you and were all. Oh, please. I... Not now. Oh. Nice job, Perry. Fair <laughs> shocked. Test the Coast Guard Fair shocked. I just doubled my total number of lives. <laughs> Thanks, crazy <laughs> Now, I remember when I did guy number three or whatever in, mm -hmm. like, 44. Yes. I thank the crazy end credits, too. It's just the yes. thing you do. I guess. Well, when you don't have many lines and then, you know, you get... Twice as many just because of the credits being insane, you know. Yes, yes. Supposed charm. Supposed, yes. M. Sierra Garcia as Miss Fortune Divine. Can I take this goop off my face already? Not yet. When? When? When will then be now? You don't think I don't know what you think I don't know. That is, of course, a... a uh, Direct mini dialogue lift from, um, uh, oh, come on now, the name is completely Spaceballs. There we go. Uh, oh, okay. The, the I was thinking Buckaroo Banzai, but yes. Jeffrey Bridges as the commercial announcer. Oh, I don't like the sound of that laugh. I don't think you were meant to, Chum. Chum. This is <laughs> well, I want to say uh, before we wrap up here that I think uh, uh, Perry did a really, really great job with with Benny here and showing the change in him over the uh, the flashback, yes. and I was really, really impressed with that. So, well done, Perry. Well, I agree. Brought to you tonight by the unblemished Umket Industries. Remember, yet unsmudged, uncream pimple block medicated ointment tonight. And you may see some improvement. Yes. Tomorrow. Can I clean it off my face now? Yes. <laughs> what a lovely howl she gives there. <laughs> Was that a yawn or a cry? <laughs> that was my bad imitation of MSG doing that sound. Yeah. Mm. Didn't quite work, for the record. <laughs> that's why I'm not her, yes. Right. Well, that's probably, well, more than one of her is, well, I don't know, maybe it would be kind of nice. Anyway. <clears throat> 
<laughs> All right, then. <laughs> Here we are with our vetting with vips. <laughs> well, that would be it. Uh, we'll see you all next month. We will indeed. Only a few left, so. Yes, pay attention. Things are heating up. Woohoo! Yes. Who goes next? It's anyone's game.